Buenos dias, putos. It's that new dark racial humor. Today we're talking about Michael Jackson's Leaving Neverland and a lot of other stuff. We'll be right back after the intro. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the 50th episode of Dark Racial Humor. Bam. Um, my name is Bonjen. My usual co-host is just just slacking on the job. So we have two uh, two of my personal favorite co-hosts from the Miles and Sean Minute, Mr. Miles Morrow and Mr. Sean Lee. What's up, guys? What's up, man? Thanks, Thanks for having us. us. Absolutely. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedules to hop on the podcast. Um, I rescheduled my daughter's recital. Oh, really? You know, fuck that bitch anyway. It's all about that dark racial. Um, You know, we got a lot to talk about today. A lot going on in the news. But as is tradition on the show, first, how's your day going? Um, My day's going great. You know, it's raining and we're inside and nice and cloudy Los Angeles and, you know, staying warm. Yeah, I really didn't get much sleep last night. It was just so much thunder. And uh, my, thunder, my dog yeah. was barking, you know, and the wife told me to go deal with it. And next thing you know, it's just it's a whole night. That stupid dog. And, Fuck. Uh, That's why you need to be a bachelor, man. Bachelor life. The bachelor life, you Nothing know. Like TV dinners and beer for breakfast. Just Ooh. podcasting all day, just the way I like it. Mm. <laughs> um Yeah, so we have a lot to talk about, obviously. Um what I want to jump into first is last night, Miles and I, we were watching the the brand new HBO documentary. Oh, one of my favorite artists of all time. Yeah, Leaving Neverland. And um, I just got to say, wow, shocker, phenomenal, great. I'm just kidding. Um, we're going to jump into it, um, but first... For those of you who aren't familiar with Leaving Neverland, it was a, a documentary. Um, it was submitted to Sundance. Um, uh, Netflix, or sorry, HBO, uh, picked it up. And it's basically about uh, Michael Jackson, um, Michael Jackson's sexual accusers coming out, telling their story. Um, it was directed by Mr. Dan Reed and... Uh, it's been getting a lot of attention. Here is a clip of the trailer. Everybody wanted to meet Michael or be with Michael. And then he likes you. I was seven years old. Michael asked, do you and the family want to come to Neverland? We drive in and forget about all your problems. You were in Neverland. It was a fantasy. The days were filled with magical childhood adventure experiences. Playing tag, watching movies, eating junk food, anything you could ever want as a child. It's like hanging out with a friend that's more your age. Just kid things. They were just doing kid things. He just came across as a loving, caring, kind soul. It was easy to believe that he was just that. Out of a storybook, right? Out of a fairy tale. Hello, Wade. Today is your birthday. So congratulations. I love you. Bye. 
there's no thoughts of this is wrong or anything like that. He told me if they ever found out what we were doing, he and I would go to jail for the rest of our lives. Secrets will eat you up. You feel so alone. I want to be able to speak the truth as loud as I had to speak the lie for so long. Okay, that was Neving Leaving Neverland, the two-part, four-hour documentary series on HBO. Last night, we watched half of it because it was so fucking long. Um, caught me checking my watch halfway through that shit. Um, it is important to note that this video on YouTube has 6,000 thumbs up and 20,000 thumbs down. So, uh... In denial much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you guys, we all love the guy. But yeah. Um, sucks R. Kelly didn't die, you know what I'm saying? Just, oh, yeah. I still got to watch that R. Kelly documentary. I just, everyone's coming out. At least... You guys watched the interview on, on uh, CNN was, with C- R. Kelly? C- just, yeah. With uh, just Gail look, King? Yeah, where he just looks directly into the camera and it's like, I did not do this. You're just crying? Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen fighting that. fighting for my life. I, I really want to watch that interview. I also want to watch the interview Oprah did with the two kids on yeah. Leaving Neverland. Um, so let's just uh, jump into it. Miles, you saw half the feature. What were your uh, thoughts going in? Oh, man. I mean, you could get mad at the parents and get mad at anyone for not really, I guess, seeing this sooner. But it's the biggest star of all time. And I don't know. It's You look at you us watching it on the other side. You, all you could say is, damn, like. Really, don't do that. Don't stay with him on this vacation. Oh, you're sleeping in his bed this time? Like, yeah. Oh, don't do it. But, yeah. Um, I can't blame him, I guess. And he felt loved, so. Yeah, it was. I was kind of thinking, I was kind of trying to put myself in the situation. Let's say I was six, seven years old. My parents had met Michael Jackson, and he's just taking you to Disneyland, giving you everything, putting your parents in like five star hotels. Everything's paid for. They're probably going to let your fucking kid hang with michael jackson like right and both kids who hung with him had like the exact opposite story even though they're around the same age one was super into him yeah and one didn't give a care about him but both of them ended up being so infatuated with him it was just yeah crazy um sean you didn't see the um the 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 documentary series yet but what have you heard about it what are your thoughts uh about it before you watch it so the only thing that i've really seen is the trailer that you just played yeah and i think that a lot of it is kind of just shock tactics right like Mm -hmm. especially that video of him like talking to the kids saying it's your birthday like that shouldn't really be happening but then again like i what i want to know is like because my before michael died my whole conception of him being a kid from like the 2000s was that michael jackson was a child molester yeah, I think you know us growing yeah. up we already knew that he kind of touched yeah it, but our parents and every other generation still doesn't yeah and then it. when he died the new the media kind of flipped the whole thing and it was like never michael the child molester it was michael the the living legend we just lost yeah. you know yeah um so in i think it was 2005 he went to trial for uh these charges yeah. And he was acquitted. Apparently, he paid $20 million in a civil suit out of court. But it's important to note that these suits did not include an admission of guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, so it uh, you did bring up a really good point, how you said everybody kind of forgot about it when he died. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that was true, too. And it seems like this is really popping up now. 
in the wake of the Me Too no, movement. Me Too, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think this uh, documentary would even be a thing if Me Too weren't going on right now? I doubt it. Honestly, I think Me Too gave them just the right amount of momentum where they can talk about Like, they've been trying to talk about this, but it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, it's yeah. fucking Michael. It's fucking R. Kelly, it's you know? Michael, yeah, exactly. Right? Bill Cosby would never do that. Yeah. Yeah, because there's always kind of this weird thing with the Me Too that we always knew this was going on. It's just the media never really thought it was a story until this movement happened. Like, yeah. if you kind of look at it in the larger picture, like, we always knew, like, Hollywood's founded upon an industry that's based upon appearances. Like, obviously, yeah. there's going to be some type Using of sexual looks, intimidation yeah. going on there. We all kind of accepted that. But then suddenly this becoming the new kind of trendy thing to talk about, it's weird that while this – I mean, I didn't really watch the documentary, so I didn't know how long ago because this happened. But – I'm pretty sure that there's a political reason that the kids are coming forth now to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, as opposed to like five years, years ago, ago yeah. where they could have still talked about it. Yeah, so this happened in, I think I want to say like eight, between 87 and like 92 mm-hmm. was when the kids were like yeah. primarily like chilling with Michael. And then when they were in court, I was listening to another radio interview. There, They brought up a good point where um, Michael – made it a point to say don't tell anyone about this you can't trust anyone it's you especially can't trust women um um if if you say anything about this my life will be over your life will be over they'll separate us we'll both go to jail so imagine being i don't know 13 yeah. in court you're obviously like terrified you don't know what's going on and you could um, lose your best friend or the greatest guy quote unquote yeah and plus you... as a man you don't want to admit that you've been Molested, yeah, yeah. yeah. or that you, you suck dick. It's yeah, <laughs> especially as a thirteen-year-old. It's yeah. I'm sure it's yeah. very confusing. Um, what are the names of the two kids that were um, in the documentary? It was Jimmy, Jimmy something. It oh, was Jimmy v- Vanders art. One was um, and then Wade Wade Robson. Wade Robson. Yeah. He was a kid who was obsessed, and he's from yeah. Australia, right? I'm reading like the court case right now on Wikipedia, the people versus Michael Jackson in 2005. Yeah. And it says that Wade Robson actually testified at the trial and said that Michael did not molest him. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering just in terms of pure, like on paper shit, like, is this, is that kind of perjury? Technically you know, like what he, lying on. Yeah. Wade technically broke the law by not saying the truth. Yeah. And so he, if Michael's still alive, he couldn't do anything against him, I don't think. Well, technically, we don't know the truth. We don't know the because truth. Because there's exactly. no evidence there's for no either evidence. side. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So he could have been lying back then. He could have been telling the truth. He could be lying now. He could be telling the truth. Like, we don't know. And it's also important to know that the documentary is very one-sided. True. It only interviews those two kids and their mothers and I think one of the boys' sister. Yeah. Um, But it doesn't interview anyone in the Jackson estate. Um. I doubt they yeah. want to comment yeah. on that. I, mean, at I, yeah. all. I was reading like, didn't the kid, didn't Michael Jackson's kids like know those kids? They like, probably this, yeah, hung right? out. They probably came over to Neverland Ranch all the time. And yeah, the kids probably hung out with the kids. Well, this this was happening before his kids were born. Yeah. His kids were born like his kids are our age, so they were born like ninety five, ninety six. This was going on in the eighties, um, before yeah, Michael Jackson was even married. So I think they said he was like thirty, thirty between thirty one, thirty two, thirty three. Okay, so it's a little bit before that. Yeah. So, damn, so he got married and all that was just the beard and a cover-up to, like, you know, oh, nothing's going on over here. But oh, we, who, al- we who also knows? forget that, like, like, mostly rich celebrities, like, 
they're extremely sexually deviant you know like we yeah like we kind of all know about the cliche like the mask parties and the secret sex societies and shit like the fucking uh you guys hear about that what's the guy's name kevin spacey had like a an island he would go to that was just full of underage boys Jesus. he had like a billionaire friend and they would like go out on a helicopter and just have orgies with boys do the boys like who are these just random lady boys from like Thailand and Indonesia? I don't know. Are they like Americans? I don't think it was like an American boys. island. Yeah, I don't think so either. That does like not Peter seem... Pan and yeah, his no friends. Way, yeah, no way some like kid just did that and then didn't say anything. Yeah. Like but... they didn't recognize Kevin Spacey. Yeah. But no, the fucking uh the documentary at last at least the part we saw was pretty graphic in description. They were saying like that's why I don't think it's like that made up because yeah, you can't just yeah, be making like all this like, oh yeah, if you'd ask me if I can kiss this area, he asked if I could kiss that area for him. Suck my nipples. Suck my nipples. Spread your cheeks. Also, you know what that documentary showed me that reminded me from Abducted in Plain Sight is that religion's good for a lot of things, but it's making kids way too naive that this is some like God's plan. Like, hey man, like it's Was no Michael mistake. Upon that, that yeah, he played upon that one kid who's like, hey, by the way, like. We're destined God. to be uh, like together. Like God made it this way. Like, why do you think yeah. I'm so great? And why are you hanging out with me? Yeah, uh. Michael Jackson was actually like really religious too. Yeah. So I feel like it was less of a point from being. Uh, I'm trying to trick this kid more. Like I actually believe this it, is yeah. the way. So it's and, divine. And he, had, you know, he had a fucked up childhood. You know how that like ruins people's yeah, adult lives. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, uh, it. It did seem pretty believable based on the description. Yeah. yeah. And do I love how every adult's like, he's, I go in his room and he's such a child. And like, damn, that's not, no one took that as a red flag. Um, oh, it's just a cat. It's just a cat. Um, uh, yeah, no, so shit. yeah, that, that, that's actually a good point. Yeah. Um, fucking all the, the parents were so starstruck with Michael Jackson. Yeah. It just seemed like they didn't care. They like, even yeah. The, even the grandma of yeah. like one of the moms was like, yeah, he's just such a child. Like, talking about him so nicely. They left their kid at Neverland Ranch for a week, a week. while they yeah. went to the Grand Canyon. No phone, just like, and they said every night, fucking, they would fuck, and then in the morning they would, like, play games, watch movies. Yeah, and then at night, just, like, stark, boom, down to Jesus. sex. Yeah. yeah, pretty fucking. Like a wear pedophile, like, in the daytime, he's a yeah. nice guy. Dude, he asked to bring show. this kid from Australia for a year to say Neverland. Like, dude, he could be a mature and dance and do all this stuff, and the mother's like, that's my son. No way. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, so he was trying to, he was, he was trying to groom the whole family. Oh, I can make your kid a star. Yeah. Um, so yeah. he fucking flies the, the kids, um, from Australia to, from Australia to America. And they're not hanging out with Michael Jackson. They're just yeah. like, they just happen to be in America. And this is like after they were promised all this shit. Uh -huh. And then they notice, oh wait, Michael Jackson has a new kid friend. So, they were saying they were noticing like after a year michael jackson would like replace his uh his friends yeah. take him on take him on tour put him on put him in music videos just hang out with them did you also say there's like a weird like jealousy with the kids like oh he has a, it's like he has a new boyfriend like we just broke up kind yeah, of yeah, yeah 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 so um so the kid would be like so imagine you're seven you're hanging out with Michael Jackson. He's giving yeah. you everything you want, yeah. and he's also molesting you. But you're convinced that that's that's normal. Yeah. Like that's how you show your love, quote unquote. And then like you go to visit Michael Jackson, and he's he's chilling with a new boy who's a little bit younger than you, and you, he's just taking you to Disneyland, taking you on tour. Yeah. And the kids would be like, "Yo, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. I was crying. I felt like I lost my best friend. I didn't Jesus. have anyone else." Yeah, it's like from a twelve-year-old to like an yeah. eight-year-old or something. Like, yeah. yeah. Dang. So there's like a cutoff. 
for that shit. Dude, yeah, this kid's like pushing. He started. He's pushing 14. Yeah, like, no, he, exactly. he started at seven. He said he took it for seven years, so he ended at 14. Yeah. Yeah. So I think his cutoffs around like before 16. Were you awake when um he was like, Michael tried to stick his finger in my butt, but I didn't like it, so he never tried it again? No. Yeah. No, he, um, which guy said that? It was the guy that wasn't, because I think one of them was gay. Um, I don't know, but one of them is uh, one of them was the fucking choreographer for Insync, right? I think it was a Wade guy. Yeah, yeah. the guy from Australia. Yeah, the guy right. from Australia who's like been dancing since he was like five. Yeah, yeah. shit, dude. Oh, Would he have made that connection though if he hadn't been molested? That's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> like, that's, yeah, that's true. You know, it's trade offs. No, right? <laughs> what happened was in Australia they had this competition, like being Michael's new video. Yeah, cut off was like eight. This five year old rolls in in a bad suit and stuff. I'm like, you know, we can't take you for the competition, but we'll send Michael a video. Anyways. You're telling me that like Michael had a video audition for yes. dancers that were all under eight years old. Okay, yeah, and here's a, here's another crazy part. So that's one kid, right? So the yeah. other kid, like he while he's in Australia doing that competition, he calls that Jimmy kid. He's like, hey Jimmy, like I miss you. Uh, I miss you from yeah, the Pepsi yeah. commercial. Can you send me a video of you dancing and just talking? And then like the parents are like. I guess like yeah, I'll send the camera crew right now and they send a camera crew they put up pictures of Michael, Michael Jackson in his room because he didn't have any posters and the parents oh, like we just thought he was like plugging him for some random yeah, yeah. thing but yeah no Michael's just it was his own like fantasy wank bank collection just Jesus crazy um yeah so the Michael Jackson estate is suing HBO for releasing this film Obviously. Oh, because they have no evidence, I mean, so they can't. It's defamation. It's defamation. Really. Yeah, they have no evidence. So I mean, technically. It well, I think that kind of brings up the larger question, like within this whole like Me Too era type of thing. We've been kind of seeing a lot of like witness testimonies being taken for like fact, you know. And I'm not knocking like the experiences of anybody, but it's also like at a certain point. There's got to be, like, a physical thing you can kind of compare. Oh, dude, I like think that's the law. Too. Like, yeah. I honestly yeah. believe that this is true, but nothing will come of this because, exactly. dude, the Jackson family is right. They can sue. They probably will probably win. win. And, dude, like... There has to be, you're right, there has to be an objective truth Yo, we there, can all look to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, and, you know, it was the same thing with the, the Kavanaugh thing. To, yeah, to be, there was not, like, no actual physical Because we proof. all know, like, the guy drank. Like, that was no like, denying that. Fucking, but. yeah, the guy's, like, what, 60-whatever. Yeah, yeah. And the fact, no one's going to remember what happened in exactly, high school. Yeah. There was no evidence. There's no circumstantial evidence on both sides, really. But, yeah. you know. It's, it's crazy to me because, you know, at my old, you know, where I went to college, like, they had this, like, kind of view on the fraternity life. And I don't know, like, is fraternity life, yeah, it's supposed to be safe, kind of whatever, fun. But also it's like, dude, you know walking to that shitty house that it's going to be a CD time. In a bit, like yeah. a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't deny. What is CD time? Like a CD, like, dude, like there's that little dark corner. Maybe there's a room you don't know about. But there's oh, enough yeah. avenues that you could be taken somewhere that your friend could be looking for you for like half an hour. And deaf, like, deaf. So it's like, I don't know, it's the nature of the beast. I don't fucking. You know, it was really interesting. When the parents were talking on the documentary, they were for the most part telling the story like oh it was so fun we were having so much fun yeah. it seemed like they didn't know when they were filming that part that their kids were molested yeah no i don't even knew and on top of that they were talking about it like like well, at some point we must have said you could sleep at michael's like they took zero responsibility like oh yeah like no don't you shouldn't stay there like yeah. they said like i guess either my husband or i said that you could stay and then the, from then on it was like out of their hands and i'm like yeah, yeah but right. they don't like think about this like that's like 
I was. I remember talking to your parents once. And they still love OJ Simpson because, like, they thought OJ was oh, like, juice? They still yeah, love they juice? know Juice oh, is like one of the greatest <laughs> football players of all time. You know, like, it's like he didn't murder. He got acquitted by all by a jury no. of his peers. Oh my you know? god! Now that I I didn't know my parents said that, but that's hilarious. Like, fuck you guys. But like, oh but yeah, but Juice god. is like. <laughs> but I mean, you think about like the parents. The parents like Michael was Michael. You know, it wasn't yeah. just this creepy yeah, dude. They know? even said like, even to this day, there hasn't been a star that big, in terms of. And even in the streaming age, in yeah, terms of like anything. numbers, in terms of success, in terms of touring sales, it was it's fucking crazy. Imagine like Mrs. Robson like driving like her son to like school after all this shit, and she's just listening to her Michael Jackson playlist, and he's just like bawling in the back. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, so... Can you please change it? Oh god. Okay, so we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back with more dark racial humor after the break. And we'll see you in a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Dark Racial. Humor, free-flowing, in-depth conversation about whatever is appropriate at the time. Today we're talking about... Michael Jackson's neat leaving Neverland. I'm Bon Jen. I'm joined today with Miles Morrow and Sean Lee of Adobe House Records fame. Um, and you know, we're just talking about uh, the the new documentary, talking about the Me Too movement, talking about what's going on in popular culture today. So, um, we're gonna step away from Michael Jackson for a second, and we're gonna talk about this uh, R. Kelly uh, clip. That is uh, from a new Gail King interview. Um, here it is right here. Uh. <laughs> Y'all quit playing. Quit playing. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me. Y'all. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this I gave you 30 years of my career. Robert. 30 years of my career. I have to tell you, it's so hard to believe that based on all the yes, regret. I'm a t- Sorry, I'm going to back a little bit. Never. Have you ever had sex no. with anyone under the age of 17? No. Never. No. I have to tell you, it's so hard to believe that based on all the there's, regret I'm gonna tell and you what the women Gail, said about sit, you. I'm what tell the you women something. said about you. What women said about me. What women. So nobody's allowed to be mad at me and be scorned and, and lie on me. Okay, so that was a clip from the Gail King interview with Mr. Robert Kelly. Okay, gentlemen, thoughts on this situation and how. Is it comparable to Michael Jackson's situation? Oh, he's not as famous, so he just can't get away yeah. with more. But it is still like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, they're like young, but they're not like seven. So that's a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good point. If but... it's 16 versus seven, I'm like, all right, like, you know, I'd rather take a 16 versus seven. I'm not saying I, you know, but I mean, also. In the eyes of the law, it's more fucked up, but it's also like. They probably have a little bit more know-how of yeah. what they're saying yes to. And they're more sexually awakened. Like, if a girl's like, dude, I want to fuck you, and she's 16, versus, like, this kid discovering what porn is at eight years old from yeah. Michael Jackson. No way! That's... Michael, yeah, yeah that, that was actually a point in the movie, fucking, um, in the 
watching Neverland, one of the kids was like, um, everything seemed normal until Michael Jackson started showing me porn. So, like, I thought that I was told that this was, like, a natural thing that lovers do. But then once he started showing me porn, I was like, okay, I don't really know what's going on anymore. Yeah. So he would be like, he'd be like, yeah, there'd be porn playing in the kitchen, in the bathroom, in his room, just, like, everywhere. And, yeah, yeah he, he would be like, um, damn, what was I about to say? Well, I think why you think yeah. it's less fucked up is because, like, it seems like we kind of have this understanding that there's, like, kind of a set way someone evolves in their sexual, like, life, you know? And it's all through themselves discovering this about themselves and discovering this. And it's, yeah. Whereas if it's introduced to you when you're not – like, you're not supposed to be watching porn at seven, yeah. you know? Like, that's like a 13-year-old yeah. thing, you know? Uh. So it's like – but the thing with R. Kelly is, like, going back to what you were saying where he's like, at least he's not as famous as Michael's, like, I know R. Kelly – for two things, ignition and that he pisses on women. Yeah. Like that's like what I know him as. Yeah. It's crazy how we knew the pissing on women thing too. That was like part of his like rap sheet from the start. Yeah. It wasn't like a, oh by the way he pissed on. Was like dude yeah. Did you know the pissing guy made the ignition song? Yeah, and it's also important to note that there is actual evidence for R. Kelly's pissing. Yeah, yeah. There's like apparently there's videos of him doing it to girls, which is uh, pretty fucking disgusting. So, yeah, but no, R. Kelly was released on a million dollars bail. He was released by a fan. Um, I heard about that. That, that to me, is hilarious. I yeah, love it. And the, then the fan got threatened? The fact that he still is uh, getting payments. and sh- I mean, yeah. that the fact that he still has supporters is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but, you know. And um, it was a woman, too. Like, a fan woman. I was like, what? Yeah, most of his fucking uh, fans are women. Yeah. Women, love, women love the R. Kelly. Um, I can see some women This is fucked up Be like you know If I was 16 And R. Kelly came to me I'd let him fuck I'd me I'd let him fuck me I could see some of but that argument But let's go there. back to the fucking Like the witness thing yeah. Imagine Okay let's just for one instance Like Just contem- Like just Toy with the fantasy That R. Kelly didn't do Any of this stuff Yeah yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Well this is Like That seems genuine to me then Like that that can fuck up your career forever, you know. Just even if it's not oh, true, definitely. just that like kind of conception about that. And that's Absolutely. kind of the problem with this witness shit. Yo, these yeah, days, the you know? movement, It's either a, it's true, or b, it's false, and you're fucked for life. Yeah, but either way, you're fucked, you know. Like, yeah, you're like, true. You're double fucked. You're it's false. You're still. Coming have up. you guys seen? Mostly on Twitter, there's this attitude going around during the Me Too movement that you should uh, believe the victim no matter what. Yeah. No way, man. I yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, you should definitely like. You should give him some credit, you know. Yeah. They're not gonna just make up shit, but it's also like, yeah. I mean, some women do just make up shit. Yeah, exactly, yeah, and that's the fucked up thing. Well, if you're Jesse, dude, do pre- yeah. See, like, <laughs> yeah, like exactly. cases like that ruin it for real people that are victims Ooh. of hate crimes and, and her, sexual abuse. And then, like, what you got the black community and the like homeless yeah. community being like, Jesse's dude, you're like, an asshole. Yeah. We are so. In a weird way, we were so happy that happened because it gave us something to talk about yeah. for like it a week. It gave us a side. Not even like the fact that he lied or the fact that like when we thought it was true, it was like, yes, this is what happens in America. Like this is still happening. This is Trump's fault. This is this and that. Bro, it's that's like, why I didn't – sorry. That's why I didn't believe it because it was the perfect narrative. It's like this is too good to be true. There's yeah. no way this is true. Somebody wrote this in a book. Yeah. yeah. I was like there's no – there's – what What are the – it was just like a Trump supporter beating up a gay guy that's also black. Perfect. Yeah. Like, like we fetishize this shit for sure. Like, yeah, there's a reason that give us a good cause. Yeah, oh. like this R. Kelly, Michael Jackson shit. 
technically is fucking terrible, you know what I'm saying? For both parties, you know? But, but you, then we're, we love it. We eat it up. We're like, um, just give, give me more, you know? But it's hilarious. Like, if you take a side on this, you kind of seem more righteous. But you being against child molestation, like, that's, that yeah, should that's be everyone, dude. Yeah, that's exactly. Like, 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 yeah. You, shouldn't, you shouldn't beat nuns. Like, okay, yeah, no, I, I don't do that either, buddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about cancel culture real quick. Um, Spotify came under fire um, about a year ago because they were planning on removing R. Kelly music and XXXTentacion music in the wake of their uh, scandals. Um, R. Kelly, I'm sorry, um, artists like um, Kendrick Lamar actually said, came out and said, if you pull X's music off of Spotify, then I'm going to pull my whole library off too. Kendrick's that invested in X? Wow, that's beautiful. Well, no, it's more like you can't silence someone's platform. Yeah, it's, no. It's that kind of argument that like art is kind of separate from the artist. You know, no, and that's times. cool. That's how I would like it to be. But given this climate, you could almost make anything PC Trump and win if it offends enough people or if it makes you feel just enough discomfort. You can be like, All right. yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna read you this article. Actually, this is from HotNewHipHop.com. Michael Jackson's music gets pulled from radio stations worldwide. The stations claim that they're responding to what the public want. The 10-year anniversary of Michael Jackson's death is right around the corner, and the iconic singer is back in the headlines over sexual abuse allegations. HBO's Leaving Neverland documentary has lit another fire under the Jackson controversy, and now radio stations around the world are responding by pulling the singer's music uh, library from the playlist. In the documentary, Wade Robson and James Savechuck alleged that when they were children, Jackson regularly sexually abused them. Um, skip it, skip, 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 skip. A few stations in Canada um, are following suit. The owner of Montreal's French playing stations and rhyme in the English language, The Beat, said Jackson's music would not be played until further notice. Media company Kojago covers 23 smaller stations and won't feature Jackson on their airwaves either. These radio stations aren't saying that they believe Jackson is guilty of the accusations, but they are just responding to the public's outcry. Jackson's estate has firmly and openly stated that the documentary is completely false, and they are suing. All right, so after the Civil War, do you think they should take down the Confederate statues or should leave them up? That's actually uh, an interesting question. Well, it's like it's like giving a dog a bone, right? Like they're going to take, take it off for a week or however long, and then when that sudden next onslaught of the fucking parents who still listen to radio do, uh, are going to be like, can you play Thriller? Exactly. Like, Michael makes so much money. To, to, yeah, what, they're you're going to banish Michael? No yeah, way. But, but the, somehow they're on the side of righteousness because they took his music off for a couple of days or a little period. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, dude, Europeans kind of have that mentality too. There's like this huge famous host of some TV show in like England, right? Yeah. And like, he found out to be a pedophile, you know, pedophile. And, like, he had a Make-A-Wish Foundation. He had his own statue. But after they found that out, they took down the statue, defamed him, all that stuff. Yeah. They didn't want nothing to do with him. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Well, here's something interesting. I'm reading an article right now in the Chicago Tribune. Yeah. And it says that um, the Lifetime docuseries Surviving R. Kelly detailed abuse allegations against R. Kelly in six episodes. But the singer's streaming numbers grew significantly during and after the series. His music streamed 870,000 times on January 2nd, the day before the series premiered. But after Thursday, um, January 6th, when the series, the sixth episode of the series streamed, his numbers were up to 1.73 million streams. Damn. And it's like, who's really making that money? Is R. Kelly getting that streaming money or is his label probably a multi, you know, 
billion-dollar label making that money. I think they, it's like, you know, when, like, Hostess knew that the Twinkies were going to be discontinued, like, and everyone's just shoving their face with all this. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like, maybe it could be like that, where it's like, all right, like, this guy's not going to be much around much longer. I think, um... Let's get this money while we can. Yeah, I think these label's making the money. Because yeah. I was reading that R. Kelly's in, like, deep financial yeah. issues. He could even post bail, right? Yeah, he has, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars for, like, unpaid rent. Fucking yeah! So it's like, what do you do How with do you the not pay rent? dude? That's here's like, the conspiracy, dude. Uh, what do you do with an artist that's falling out of favor or is getting washed up? What does a label do? Create a scandal? Yeah, exactly. And that or just drop them. Or just drop them. But like, uh, they're gonna milk them out for everything. Exactly. Got dude, before so they drop acid, them. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, you've made enough songs. Your new songs aren't doing well. We just want the higher streaming numbers on ignition because that's the only thing people are playing. And fucking trapped in the closet. <laughs> but damn, damn. Um, got R. Kelly to trap in the closet. Yeah, that was a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> what a masterpiece. I, li- I literally watched that whole thing. Um, yeah, but no, um, back to Michael Jackson. I am excited to watch the second half of this series. Um, I'm excited to see where this goes. Fun fact, apparently Michael Jackson actually gave HBO their highest viewed um, special. In oh, the- this is it. Oh, shit. Oh, really? I- no, it wasn't This Is It. It was something uh, in 1990. Oh, I thought it was This Is It. I was like, because HBO did do that. Yeah. Uh, it- was it HBO? I thought that was a theatrical release. Oh, uh, maybe you're right. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. It wasn't oh, yeah. I remember I saw that in theaters after he died. It's just like, whoa. Yeah, it's like, as someone, as a person, like, I want to support, like, the whole, like, you know, the victims and everything. But I'm a selfish person, and I want my kids to listen to Thriller, you know? Hey, great like, music. At some point. Yeah, it's The great music, music didn't great molest music. the kids. Exactly, and that's the weird part about yeah. it, man. It's like, at one point, do you separate someone's art? Like, kind of like Vice did this article not too long ago where they talked about, like, how we should react with, like, you know, rappers who do domestic violence. And at the time, it was Takashi, XXX, and the Kodak, right? React by not listening to their yeah, art. Yeah, like, should you not listen to that shit? And it's like, well, then you're kind of just blocking yourself to a whole, just like, what if... There's okay. There's a lot of artists that do fucked up shit in history. Probably every artist has and done li- some artists fucked up shit. Artists are fucked, dude. They they have fucked up. It's like it's part of it. The you know? Cosby Show is a a great show about a black family doing well in America. It taught values. It taught how to be respectful. It taught you know just how to thrive. And it was the first of its kind for like, especially like a, a black American family, upper middle class, because uh, Bill Cosby was a doctor. I think his wife was a lawyer in the show. Can you still watch a show like that with the knowledge that Bill Cosby's a rapist? Still watch Bill Huxtable and be like, okay, this is a a pretty a pretty yeah. okay guy. What about Little Bill? Little Bill, do I Little Bill, 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 Fat Little Albert. Bill. Yeah. It's like I feel like instead of like our whole cultural thing right now is like if it's bad, shut it down. Whereas instead, we should be having like some type of dialogue. Like imagine like how good of a parent you are. If you're somehow able to show your kid, like, the Bill Cosby show and they understand, like, that Bill Cosby, while in the show is this, like, he still wasn't a very great man, you know? Like, that's probably some real parenting right there as opposed to, like, that's the same parents who, like, when your kid gets bullied, they sue the school, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's some some bullshit, you know? Yeah, you need the truth. Honestly, just give them the truth. Like, they're shitty people who do great things. My mom teaches at a preschool and, like, she recently has noticed that a lot of millennial parents – are sending their kids now uh-huh. and this one kid whose parents are both like 24 25 bit this girl like in her class and so 
they go to the parents and they're telling him like look your son he bit a girl like we got to tell him like tell him at home that's not good like we're gonna teach him at school that that's not a good thing either yeah and their first response was there's no way my son could have bit anyone like there's in fact, it's like you're probably creating a toxic environment for my son to retaliate in violence. Interesting. And it's like, is that what we are, you know? Like, that was pretty. That's, I mean, the argument wise, like, I just see him like, yeah, you're actually it's your environment that yeah. made my son bite. Like, it's like whoa. We don't want, it's like, whoa. We don't want to take, like, we would rather get rid of all Michael Jackson's discography than talk about. Yeah. And he's also dead. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. You yeah. know, he got away with this shit. Then talk about the real issue. It's like, dude, yeah, there's. The perversion of that type of thing. Like, yeah. yeah. Also, going back to your story, why the fuck would a school lie? Hey, your your son's yeah, biting exactly. people. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it's like, like yeah, the school doesn't want to deal with you. The school and your doesn't kid. want to tell you that your kid bit yeah. bites people. Your school wants to tell you like, oh, he's in, he's the best student. It's all us. Give us more money. You know, yeah, that's kind go of go home. Whole... You're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that's fucking crazy, dude. Millennial parents. That's that's definitely gonna be a generation. Yeah. The, the, the worst kids, I honestly think, will come from like. Just because when the worst parents, like worst dogs come from worst owners, that yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. It's like, what do we do? You know, huh. like, I don't really know. It's like, I guess, I mean, I, I feel like there's like a lot of people who are kind of the silent majority that are also pissed off with a story like that. You know, like I bet you not everyone, if their kid bites someone, is gonna blame the school. You know, I bet you ninety percent of people won't. I do. I honestly, if the, and watching the documentary and seeing how those kids like Wade and Jimmy kind of came out from this. If they don't hold any qualms or whatever, and the kid the guy's dead, why is everyone so mad? So like, let the music be out. They knew that yeah, this was a fucked up situation with a fucked up thing. It only happened tw- like you know, not twice, but like very small numbers, like a handful of kids. Yeah, I mean, they, he said at the beginning, one of the guys was like, he sexually abused me for seven years. years. Yeah, so that's I mean, like, that's fucked. That's, that's a, fucked. It's like a good chunk of your childhood. Yeah, like yeah. But how do you get? Is there ever reparations, or do you just have to take it as a just like a nugget of like, dude, life? Is sometimes shitty, and you got a great shitty hand or a shitty good hand. There's there's probably no reparations. They're probably getting death threats and shit. Yeah, yeah like yeah, Michael definitely. fans are crazy, but they probably saw an opportunity. Everybody's coming out. This is yeah. my time to to tell my quote unquote truth about Michael Jackson. Yeah. And based on the political environment, people are like gonna believe me now. So. Yeah. But it's like yeah. then and then what? Like okay, like people yeah, exactly. Me. So like you, you hear the story, then like do you get your justice, or you just like yeah, oh yeah. By me. the way, like that guy you like, he also touched. And there's it. probably like kids being molested by the dozen right now. What oh, are you dude, gonna we do about it? We don't really care. Yeah. Than we ever have in like history. Like, and from plus, human trafficking. He's, he's spent like 20, Michael Jackson spent twenty million dollars out of court settling settlements. So like I'm sure these kids got a good sum of money back in the day. And like they didn't. We only watched half of it, but like, True, we they weren't like crying, or they weren't like. That's what I'm saying. Like, they seem like pretty, yeah. just like kind of going. They, to, the they, only thing he's like is the guy like grit his teeth, like. Yeah. Dude, that's. <laughs> oh, God. They pretty much sound like that's how Michael reacted after Joe Jackson was just beating him like for days, you know, yeah. for years, man. Like he yeah. just kind of just took it. Oh, Joe Jackson, you fucking kids, Michael, you fucking kids. <laughs> Daddy, no, Daddy, no, you're ignorant. Right there, my you don't get it. You took my childhood, so I'm taking theirs. <laughs> oh man, that's fucked. That's fucked. Okay, uh, so we'll be right back in a minute after this sponsored message to talk more about Michael Jackson, Me Too, and whatever else is going on in the news. This is Dark Racial Humor.
What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dark Racial Humor, free-flowing, in-depth conversation about whatever's appropriate at the time. Today, we are talking about hashtag leaving Neverland. Um, I'm joined by Miles Morrow and Sean Lee. We're just getting into it. I'm Bonjin, so let's just jump right back into the conversation to finish up the episode. So, um, we only saw half of it. There's still more to go. Still more juicy, what a half. juicy what a half. Uh, Michael Jackson... Uh, Juice to come out. Um, pun intended. No, yeah, pun intended. <laughs> um, so Oprah. Oprah's jumping on this this wagon. Um, back in the day, she did a very, very good interview at the height of Michael's career where she took a tour of Neverland. It was really well-received. And now she's back for another Michael Jackson-themed interview. Today she is um, interviewing her accusers, and this is called After Neverland. Um, we're just gonna take a quick look at the trailer. This moment. Whoops. Sorry. This moment transcends Michael Jackson. Bone and HBO present an Oprah exclusive. One in six men are sexually molested as a child. Alleged victims of Michael Jackson. People wonder why are they bringing this back up again? Plus the filmmaker helping them tell their story. Why didn't you interview anyone in the Jackson family? Would you have been able to do this if Michael Jackson was alive. After watching Leaving Neverland on HBO, tune in for Oprah Winfrey Presents After Neverland, Monday, 10, 9 central. I'm excited to give you an update. I'm excited too, Oprah. Okay, so let's answer some of the questions that she was asking. Could they have done this documentary if Michael Jackson had been alive, in your opinions? Ooh, at what cost? The cheap as you know, getting a couple interviews from some kids who are touched. Yeah, probably not. Do they have to go through so much legal like stuff to be like? Is it is it any different now that he's not alive? Because it's still technically slander, right? Yeah, it is. But I don't know. What do you does like who's losing the profits? The Michael Jackson Foundation are they the ones who's suing? And that could be like well, all the Jacksons, like every conglomerate, like Beck. Um, um, label all this stuff like who would be going after those kids just like anything it's Michael the estate, right? the, it's the estate so suing? yeah it's basically his family um, okay. is he has a company called like Michael Jackson Productions which makes like memorabilia um, social media just anything Michael Jackson on the internet like they touch they don't own any of his music though because a couple years ago um, the Jackson family actually sold his entire catalog to Sony to pay off his debt because he was in stupid, stupid debt. Because running a theme park ain't cheap when you're not touring for ten years. <laughs> so, so yeah, they're they're basically just suing for defamation. But if he had been alive, he would probably still be in debt, and he'd probably still sue. Yeah. So, I think that if he was alive, it would have still gone down. Because we love that shit right now. Like we love to see a star fall, and we're kind of like this whole thing is like. What do we do with someone who's dead? We can't see. What are you like? What are you gonna do? You know, like. Yeah, but imagine if like out. the guy was in the room and dude, I just, it's so hard to fight against the people yeah. who like will not see. But the here's other how side. that trailer would have been different if Michael was alive. You know, she started off saying like this moment transcends Michael Jackson. If Michael Jackson was alive, yeah. she would have been like, Michael Jackson is a fucking terrible person. You know, like they, and like because there's nothing we can do, like. They're making it a bigger issue, and in a weird way, like, it kind of takes away from their victimization, like, what they encounter, because now it's like, it's not just you, it's, like, all men. Yeah, uh, okay. it's like, well... Like, all men are susceptible to, like, getting yeah. this type of... Yeah, it's like, of... well, um, I, 
I was still raped, you know? Like, I no, but all men are raped, you know? Like, or a one out of six men are raped, you know? And then it's like, now you're just a statistic. You know? I gotta say, does that number seem kind of high to you? It does. Oh, I think it's so, a little too high. But, like, I mean, so, like, how many guys are like... the Boy Scouts? What? Oh, How many guys are the Boy Scouts? Like, kids in the Boy Scouts get in touch? Because, like, like, nine people live in this house. That means like, at least one of us has been molested. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Okay. <laughs> okay, go. Stats, stats go. Stats go. All right. Carrying on. Good job, Oprah. No, so yeah. Um, yeah, she said um, one in six people. And then what was the other thing she asked? Oh, no, you actually made a good point that I wanted to touch on. You said we love to see stars fall. Yeah. Um, I think a great example, much less extreme example of that would be Kevin Hart. Yeah. Well, how um, they wait? People essentially waited until he was at the peak of his career, hosting the Oscars. You really can't get higher in Hollywood than that. Yeah. Um, and then they pulled up homophobic tweets from nine, ten years ago, which he said he had previously apologized for. But people don't give a shit. People can't change, apparently. Yeah. Um. So, and Kevin Hart was on Ellen, and he was saying, which I really think hurt his case. He was saying that this wasn't about homophobic tweets. This was just about like me and just trying to ruin my career, my oh, production. My yeah, God, so. dude, but Ellen agreed with him. Like Ellen, Ellen was like, "Yeah, like we're kind of." If Ellen is against, yeah, your, if Ellen like, is agreed with like, you, she's a champion for that type yeah, of thing. Yeah, like come yeah. on, like some we kind of fucked up there. Like Ellen was also one of the first people in Hollywood to come out publicly too. Yeah, like on on her show or wherever she did. In the nineties. I think it was pretty like evident after a while. Like, I think we could have guessed. Got the Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, like I, you know. Yeah, but it was like it was like like people were afraid to do it. People were afraid to like Like I was more surprised Portia de Rossi was like lesbian. His her her wife. What was she doing before she was married to Ellen? I don't know. All I know she was in like uh, Arrested Development and she was like way after. She was like pretty face, too skinny. That's like all I know. <laughs> Damn. Like Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um. I was seeing. I was looking at a. I was watching a comic last night, and he made a point. He was like, "If you're if you're good looking, it doesn't really matter that you're me tooed." And he like he brought up Louis C.K. We're still talking about him. James Franco. Haven't heard about him in a while. Like no one's like he's still getting work. And I was yeah. like, "No, oh, that's that's a that's an interesting point." Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, all this stuff is just making us become, I don't know, better people or honestly better liars. Like now all I'm thinking is I'm going to just delete all my shitty tweets, but I still think like that as a shitty person. Yeah. And I don't get why people need good music to come out of good people. Like you could be a fucking worst person, but make like the most beautiful sound. I'd be like, wow, just keep that guy in a room. Don't let him touch society, but don't let him touch kids. Don't let him touch kids, but he can make, you know, at a point like artists were supposed to be like the kind of the dregs of society, like that. Literally, like, that's where the term edgy comes from, right? They're on the edges of, like, like, they were doing questionable shit all the time. That's what made us so interesting. And now it's like, well, everyone is an artist. Because everyone's a expressive. Yeah, yeah, everyone has to express. Yeah. But going back to the Kevin Hart thing, it's like, I think it's a good example of, like, why I still like Michael Jackson's music. Well, I would have loved to see Kevin Hart host the Oscars because that shit has been boring. Yeah, boring shit. And I love the Oscars, you know? Yeah, he would have said, he even said it when he was on Ellen, like, Oscars are kind of lame. Everybody's uptight. I want to make it fun. I want Oscars to be fun. And he lost a job. They didn't have a host this year. And if you look at the ratings, they're going down year after year Thank after God. year yeah. after year. Let that be its own lesson. Let the Oscars be like, wow, we can't be doing this carte blanche shit anymore. We gotta like. Not only that, the Oscars kind of failed to adapt. This is a little bit off topic. Uh, we talked about this on the show a couple days ago. But 
um, Steven Spielberg is actually pushing for the Oscars to stop recognizing movie streaming. So, oh, like Netflix movies? Yeah, yeah. So, like, movies like Roma. Yeah. I don't know if Roma won, but it was nominated. Yeah. He said, like, that's not fair to theatrical pictures, even though it's essentially, like, the same the process same of making a movie. It's just how it's released. Yeah. And then someone said, you know what? The Oscars are, like, or just award shows in general are failing to adapt to the changing times. Someone's just going to come make a new Oscars be like the yeah. streaming academy or like whatever. Yeah. And they're going to, it's the same with the Grammys. It's the same with the Tonys. Nobody's, nobody's watching. It's nobody wants to watch Hollywood pat themselves on the back for two hours. Yeah. Oh, my favorite little bit was like Jerry Seinfeld did. He had like a comics award. And he's like, what am I doing up here? Like, this is not what I want. In fact, I want to be in the back making fun of the guy up here and making the speech. It's like, dude, like I get it. That's yeah. No, that's dude. I love the Oscars, man. Like I think, <sighs> Of all the award shows, like, the Oscars is the one show where what they're presenting as the highest form of that art that year is still the highest form of that art that year. Hmm. You know, like, the Grammys are just, we all know, like, shittiest, like, just group of award nominees. Like, the Emmys, Mm -hmm. well, I don't really watch TV too much, so I'm not too sure. But the Oscars, like, there's a certain caliber of movie you need to make to be nominated for an Oscar. True. That's what I like. It's not like that there's, like... So it's still there's something there's some integrity still kept versus like all right this yeah. is just the most popular Taylor Swift song or yo yeah. would the Macklemore beat fucking Kendrick for you know the thing about the Oscars though that like puts a sour taste in my mouth every year is that people recognize there's a pattern on how to win you have to make a movie that is first of first and foremost pretty serious yeah and you need to release it between fucking October and December. Oh, the sad, dark. Yeah, movie. exactly. Oh, and that's what is God. that's what's known as Oscar. I mean, that's bait. when I saw yeah. Green Book. So, you and then me. and then someone was making an interesting point. If you look at um, the movies that were nominated for Best Picture this year, let me Best Picture nominees all race um, related. It, no, yeah, no. It, they made an interesting, um, an interesting. What's the what's the word I'm looking for? An interesting Trend? speculation. Yeah. So we have Green Book, Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Panther, um, a movie Black called Panther The Favorite. For Best Picture. Yeah, that's sick. Um, I would have loved to have that one. Which one won? Was it Green Book? It was okay. Yeah, or, I love, yeah, I love it that was movie. Green Book. But you know, a Star Is Born, Vice, and Black Klansman. And he's, okay, the first time I told you about Green Book, you said it was a uh, Oscar bait. Oscar bait. Black Black Klansman, uh, Black Panther. Wow, they all have the name Black Man. Um, and all black this Vice, Black, <laughs> black Star is Born. Bro, no, no. So he said he, he was naming all the movies, and he was like, okay, so Roma is a movie about, I don't know what he said. It was like Italians or something. A Mexican, Star is Born. Mexican, I think it was Mexican. Yeah, yeah. Mexican yeah. Mexicans. Okay, so that's probably, that probably is a good chance. A Star is Born yeah. is about two white people that are straight in love. That is yeah. no chance of winning Dude, because it's Hollywood. they've made that movie eight times already. They've yeah. made that movie like so many well, times. Well, because like the Oscars, like they reflect the times, you know? Like they've literally like... That's what we're kind of fetishizing. Like, all the things you're consuming in media are things you fetishize at that moment, right? And, and the thing we fetishize this year is fucking... Victimizing. Yeah, victimizing or like... That's why he's at the Green Book 1, because it's yeah. about a black gay guy it's in just what, safe the 50s? Enough. It's just safe enough. 60s, yeah. But, I mean, I like that, because like, if you read Rolling Stone, like, or like any like critic magazine, like, literally months before the Oscar, they'll kind of do their guesses on what they think is like the winner. And they'll they'll do like they'll literally do that where they're like, um, probably will win the Green Mile. What should win? Black Klansman. And they'll just write. And I yeah. think that's like the dope part about it. It's like it, we all know that it's not like there's like a certain 
code to it, you know? Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. I'm not going to be one to like defend the Oscars, but it also makes sense like that the movies that don't win, don't win. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. What do you guys think of, for some reason I heard some, 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 uh, like Childish Gambino. He won a couple of Grammys America. this year. Yeah. He won yeah. best song. This and is he America. was, he was apparently boycotting the Grammys and people yeah. were boycotting the Oscars. And I'm thinking why? Like, well, what's the, what's the reason this year? I think it's, is it the lack of representation? Is it the Holly White argument? Are we well, still on that? It's definitely not because the representation. There's thing. a good amount of minorities. Yeah. In I think it was the almost industry. all minorities right now running the industry. I mean, yeah. not like like I'm not talking about like the head of the like of Sony the paychecks, or like but they're in the studio. yeah, but yeah. like okay. in fact, it's kind of like so. My friend, so Hunter just lost, who plays keyboard just lost this gig to a black keyboardist uh-huh. for this supporting this African American artist that he. Like audition for multiple times for, and he's and good too. Yeah, so. and he's good, and, and then the other keyboardist is probably also equally as good. But it also comes down to like, well, the image you're trying to yeah, produce what, and what, what am you're I trying, trying to identify show as? on stage? You know, I do think that I do think it's kind of fucked. I think it should be all based on talent, on merit. Yeah, and it would be extremely fucked if the black person that took Hunter's place was worse than Hunter. That would be fucked. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, don't I don't know. know. I, don't I don't know. know. Who got it. Yeah, but. But people, yeah, people do want the merit-based system, but then like they're like, oh, you know, the disenfranchised couldn't build their merit because how can they, you know, like work on their own capital if they don't have the resources to, you know? Dude, but also like, this year was like, kind uh, of weird because like this is America would have been a trash song if you hadn't put out that video at the same time. Bro, it would have been a trash song if it came out like in two thousand fourteen. Yeah, yeah, and like, can you win a Grammy, which is a prize for music? With based on like Your a video, video you put out, I mean, I yeah. get. I mean, isn't that what the MTV Awards, the VMAs are for? Does yeah. the Grammys have a music video category or no? No, I doubt it. It shouldn't. Yeah. It, it, should it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Even if it does, it shouldn't. You know? Yeah. But no, huh. yeah, that's a good point. I didn't yeah, even no. think about that. How like pretty much how like much it hinged on literally just the video and like the gun. Look at the, the lyrics to the video to the song right now. That song is, he says nothing. Yeah. Like. Yeah. He literally he has that sample. But no, no, no. <laughs> and then he just says this is America with ad libs behind him. Goes on my, uh, yeah, no, no. He like rappers love playing on the vi- playing the viral game. And yeah. Childish Gambino is a master at that. Yeah. Drake is a master at that. Um Do Drake knows any dumb position he makes is gonna be meme. Yeah. It's cool. It's like how It's also the first year in years that Drake actually was at the Grammys and he won. Yeah. yeah. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah. That was interesting. What did he win for? Um, I think he won for like best rap song, God's Plan. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Grammys is American music, right? Damn. Yeah. Strictly. Where's Daytona okay. at, man? Where's Pusha T? That one. Has- <laughs> <laughs> what should have won? Whatever. Who actually won? Yeah. Pusha T still talking about that beef in Drake's yeah, like, right. It's like that happened years ago. I'm like a hundred million like, dollars in, past. My kids that. in college. <laughs> like Jesus. Fuck, dude. It's like, push, you only found out about one of my kids. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Have you guys ever watched the Tonys? No. Oh, I don't watch plays. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't seen, either, but the I've music on the numbers are life. good. Yeah. Really? I've seen, uh, yeah, I've seen them. Dude, one, one? Two? I saw Wicked, and then the one that was so long, but it was, like, really good, but, like, it was, it was fucking Lord of the Rings. It was like on stage, on musical, four, like that, dude. Or it was like six hours or something like that. It was Jesus. like so, or three hours. You saw the whole thing? Yeah, I was in France, it was like some random thing, and like, just, I just remember being there as a kid. I was like, holy shit! If I had a cell like, phone right now, I would just be like, oh my. God. Was it in French? Oh, it was long. It was so long. Oh, 
I thought you saying holy shit, it was so dope. Like the whole it was, time. it was sick. Like the the set was up, and I was like, damn, this is so long. Like, yeah, yeah. bro, I hate long plays. Do you remember we saw that play in eighth grade, dude? Yeah, into the heights. Into, yeah, in the I heights. like that. Dude. I like Orbit that. Blue. That was I fucking, blue. I still listen to that uh, soundtrack every yeah, now and again. Is, that was a dope soundtrack. That guy who made that made um Hamlet. Yeah, yeah Hamilton. Yeah, yeah Hamilton. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You know what I fuck with more though? I fuck with like. Theater stage people, then I don't know. Say an actress. I don't know. Would you rather marry like a, a theater stage play chick or like an actress? I would never marry any thes- <laughs> any stage <laughs> thespian, bro. Way too dramatic, bro. I've never yeah. met anyone in fucking theater class that was nice, bro. Really? They're yeah. assholes. They're mean bro. to everybody. There was like a couple that like sang or were good with kids, and then it warmed my heart. I'm, I'm like, like, yeah, uh, you're talented, but you're a fucking dick. <laughs> like, like Jesus. Like no one. Get- 14 people are going to come see your show tonight, bro. You're playing for 10. You're making a living. You're not even making a living, but you you want to be making a living playing for 10. I think yeah. that's kind of bullshit. But it's also like the best actors in Hollywood, like Pacino, that era of actors, and like we're all – can all fucking act their fucking socks off on stage. But nowadays I want to see fucking – who's an actor that's famous right now, dude? Fucking – Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. I bet you. Well, you keep. Oh, everyone loves Bradley Cooper. That's a bad one. Because yeah. he's good. He's but who's actually like the, who's good. Who's like a hotter actor that kind of come like a young guy coming up, dude? Like a, like a like Ansel Elgort type Tom of thing, like Holland. a Miles Teller. Tom who's that? Like Tom Holland. Tom, Tom Holland's Holland, a good yeah. example, right? Like I doubt Tom Holland could do some shit. He could play the shit out of like a Shakespeare play, you know, with all the fucking care and everything, you know. So it's like yeah. acting isn't really like. That's what I thought, bro. But then I read that. And it's a good thing we're talking about Tom Holland because the Avengers movies are so secretive yeah. that the fucking actors, except for one, the guy who played um, Doctor Strange, yeah. didn't know the story. So while he was filming as Spider-Man, he didn't even know the the villain in the movie was. Oh, shit. Cool. Okay. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. But, um, but isn't it better acting to know who the villain is and pretend to not know? No, that's better. That's better because it requires more skill. Like it requires Johansson, more skill. Right? Everyone gives Scarlett Johansson shit for like playing an Asian person or like a gay person or a trans, right? But I'm like, isn't the whole point of acting to play someone you're not? Yeah, like, yeah it's dude. easy for a trans person to play a trans person because they've been trans. The same thing with the uh, Brian Cranston in that movie with Kevin oh, Hart. Oh, I want yeah, to see the upside. I want to see the upside, bro. Yeah, bro. He was like, they were like, "Why are you playing this role?" He's like, "Because it's my job." To pretend to be someone yeah, I'm not. Someone's like, well, there's so many like paralyzed actors out there who don't have jobs. I'm like, but they're not good actors. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. Like, you're literally judged by one set of things. It's how good. Like, if a paralyzed person could play a person who wasn't paralyzed, better. Oh my god, then we would do it. That would yeah. be crazy. That'd be that probably would best picture, dude. And also, it's fucking. No one's gonna go see a movie, even if it has Kevin Hart. Oh, let's say Kevin Hart wasn't in it. No yeah. one's gonna fucking go see a movie yeah. if they don't really don't know who the actor is. And like sometimes they do, but these studios are making movies to make money, so they're gonna yeah. put Kevin Hart in there and they're gonna put Brian Cranston in there because they both have lots of fans. Nicole Kidman, dude, that's a stacked cast. Yeah, yeah. and they're fucking gonna sell out. Like, yeah. that's the name of the game. It's money. And that movie looked like it just genuinely like, like I want to spend my money to feel good. Yeah, it's just yeah. like it's like I want to see that friendship. Yeah. That looked like a fucking <laughs> so I don't listen to Billie Eilish, dude. I'm like I don't want to. Spend my time feeling shitty about, about that, fucking know, my general sense of living. I don't yeah. want to watch a girl in sweatpants fucking sing, dude. Yeah, Billie <laughs> Eilish cool it on the boondocks thing. I'm just saying, like, white people always ruin shit. Like, they ruin Obama, sick of mud. They don't want to do with boondocks either. What's she doing with the boondocks? Dude, she's, like, doing her old avatar things, like, boondocky. And I'm like, oh, okay, now, once you start, like, bringing in pop culture, like, now it's, everyone's going to start doing it. 
Dude, yeah. Billie Eilish is. She just looks like the definition of an industry plant, just an industry yeah. manufactured yeah, artist. Definitely. And I say that because of like if I was like if I need to make an artist right now, that's who I would make yeah. with that exact same sound. She got the, yeah, the the sound, the look, the like. Billie Eilish looks like she's young. like one one song away from just saying the N word. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, god. Yeah. You know she's gonna do some trap song where she's oh, like the god. the fucking hook is gonna be something like singer. She yeah. should do. Uh, she should really collaborate because she's a good singer. I just like. It just it's just her image that fucks with me. Yeah, and dude, I but it's I all it's, the image mostly. She knows that image like is kind of hated on because remember that fucking was it Flognox? Like I know you guys hated me the same time last year. I'm like chill, dog. I'm like yeah, but that's no, we did it. You were just yeah. last famous. That's yeah. Lil Uzi's like man, I'm so sad, and I'm like, why are you sad? Yeah. You make millions of dollars off doing nothing, just living, dude. You know what I'm saying? I think he's sad because he's he's, tra- <laughs> he's trapped in his contract, yeah. dude. So he can't. Did he do, retire from being making music? Because he sad. can't make music anymore, yeah. dude. I saw a funny tweet, like, you know who Nav is? Yeah. They're the rapper. Yeah. yeah. He sucks. He was like, me and Uzi can't make music anymore, so we just chilling, playing fucking Fortnite. And someone replied, Uzi can't make music because he's contractually like he he legally can't. Yeah. You're not making music because you're fucking lazy. Oh my god. <laughs> dude, I saw one where um. Where Lil Uzi like tweeted that I retired from music and Nav replied like if Uzi's out then I'm out and someone just like Uzi please retire from music <laughs> oh my god oh man alright well you know what that is actually all the time we have for today oh, man, oh, man just went it. came and went I know uh, ladies and gentlemen if you want to support Dark Racial Humor the podcast go on over to darkracialhumor.com dot or dot fm slash dark racial humor one word you can donate 99 cents per month 4.99 a month or 9.99 a month Every dime goes to the podcast and make sure we get you this quality entertainment on the daily. We'll be right back here tomorrow with more dark racial humor. I'm Bon Jin. Miles Morrow. Sean Lee. Signing off. We'll catch you here tomorrow. Peace.